Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Gamma Ray Podcast. I'm Tim with Justin and Tim. How's it going? going? All right, guys. And this week, man, we are going just straight into the deep end of insanity. And we're talking about Heaven's Gate. The cult. 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 I love cults. Yes. The cult Heaven's Gate. I love learning about cults. Not to be confused with, you know, the development down the street. Yeah, 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 it's no. not the old age home, dude. That would be the worst name for like, <laughs> well, I could still find a cool. Oh my god, dude! Like you, you'll see like a retirement gate. home yeah. right across the street from a graveyard. Like, like, just so you know, that's your next spot. <laughs> oh wow, mom, have you seen this pamphlet for Heaven's Gate? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Good. So, like with this one, you know, we're like we're we're changing gears essentially, right? Because we've been kind of on the uh the creature cryptid monster kind yeah, of train for, sure, for a while. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which because there's just so damn many out there, man. They're all can cool in their own way. That's what I'm saying. They're all cool. I mean, we wanted to bring it back. About them. We wanted to bring it back to the real monsters, human beings. Man, that's a yeah. sure, man. That's a <laughs> statement <laughs> I just made right there. It is not my own. <laughs> so, like with these, you know, they're, they're flesh and blood humans, man. They're they're not some kind of monster that, you know, is in your imagination. These are real folks, you know, who were I would say misguided is probably the word to use for their efforts, you know, to connect with like a higher power, like a high, you know something bigger than yourself, which you know, unfortunately, I think traps a good number of people, you know. Like good, yeah. That's the problem people. with you know they just yeah. get with colds, man. It's like you give them everything you have, but then even if you do get disillusioned, you've cut off you know, all ties to everybody you know. You gave them all your money, your land, your car. Yep. You got nowhere to go. Yeah, and I mean that's the idea, though, is that yeah. But I mean, isn't really all religion in one way or another like kind of a way to try to connect with something bigger? I mean, even like yes. me. Like, even with me personally believing in, like, you know, like, I believe there's actual intelligent life out there. Mm-hmm. And, right. and in a way, she's I'm not a spiritual person. Is that my way of trying to connect with would, something larger than myself? Like I would say so. It's, it's something that you can't really understand. I mean, I think that's something we've searched for since the beginning of the time. You know what I mean? Like, you can't understand it. Like, yeah. if it was like a like a hyper advanced race, it's no different than... Um, and I can't remember who said it now, but that said, like, you know, there's going to be yeah, technology like from magic. magic. Yeah, it's going to look yeah. like magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're, you're going to be like, your mind's not going to be able to understand what you're looking at. Kind of like when you have, you know, some sort of religious experience, you know, where yeah. it's just so mind-bending yeah, yeah. that you just, like, can't come to terms with it. You know, but, like, some people do it in a, in a way that's I guess traditional. Yeah. And then other people don't. <laughs> That's kind of what we're talking about right now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> you I mean, know, some they, of these people, they go man. They off on some shit, bro. I mean, they go off. Even on in cults, I mean, like, shit. dude, these cults are powerful, man. Like, they pull they people are. in from all walks of life. I mean, yeah, you got sure. yeah. high level businessmen who give away everything all the way down to the poorest person you could ever find. Right. I mean, that that's the thing, though, is that. I think it's it's a good way of, of seeing that no matter what your station is essentially in life, somebody out there is lost in their yes. mind and in their heart. You know, I mean, they're fucking lost, man. Yeah, they're you searching I mean? for something. Yeah, and they're going to find it. I think if you look hard enough, 
You'll find it out there. It just might yeah, not I mean, be if you're just, the best yeah. decision you made. Yeah. I mean, if you're searching for it, yeah, someone, especially a lot of these cult leaders, man, they're real char- charismatic. Yeah. They they can spot somebody like you a mile away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. they, they all like, have that they, power. Yeah, they know who to prey on mm-hmm. and who not to prey on, for sure. Yeah. I mean, so like, I mean, like all things do, you know, even this cult has, you know, like a, almost like a humble beginning origin story kind of deal, you know? So it was, it was, it started by a guy named Marshall Applewhite Jr. Right. This dude was born in Spur, Texas, man. The most fucking Southern sounding name town ever. (laughs) I would would expect to find that in no other state, but Texas. But Texas. Yeah. I would have figured it would have been close to San Antonio. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's that's so fucking country sounded, dude. It's insane, <laughs> you know. I mean, I just imagine it's like eight people, or, and there's like more back. like there's more like tumbleweeds than humans. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, there's that's what's happening out there. Everybody riding around on horseback with yeah, like, on saddle. <laughs> just tipping the hat every time they see you. So he was born, like I said, in Spur, Texas, on May seventeenth, nineteen thirty-one. All right, so this this is a while ago. Yeah, I mean, so the guy's not relatively new. You know, he's a, he's an older dude. Uh, you know, but his dad, Marshall Appleboy Senior, obviously, and then his mom, Louise. Well, he didn't. The guy didn't marry his mom. It was Applewhite's mom, Louise. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's I Texas. Know, that would be pretty specific. Nice, you know? I mean, it is 1931 in Texas. <laughs> you got to be specific. <laughs> I mean, like Applewhite was not like one of those other guys, though, man. Where, you know. Like you, you would think of somebody doing something like that, having like a shitty childhood, you know, like just no, filled like, with abuse and and all that kind of stuff. But Apple no, he, he grew was up pretty, pretty normal, pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty run of the mill, kind yeah, of like there American was no, family. You know, what there I mean? was no like a lot of these flags. Yeah, like, I mean, pillars and cult. Yeah, there was molestation at a young age, mm-hmm. or like severe neglect or abuse right yeah some kind that, of physical that, abuse nothing. everything i've ever found that I, not one always it was like his father was strict but not overly so right of, like, kind which of i expect any dad of that time period to be yeah, yeah. absolutely it's, it's like he it's didn't my way or the belt would have hit him right you know what i mean like that's yeah, yeah. That your two choices yeah, yeah. he would have smacked him up you know up a little bit for messing up but he wouldn't have like taken his day out on him right yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this dude's picking but switches. The standards of the time, he was pretty a belt. good. Dad. Yeah, you know, he's picking. He's getting. He's grabbing the switch. He's he's not grabbing a belt. Go pick out your <laughs> switch, boy. <laughs> and he whips you with a fucking branch. Just imagine, hey man. My grandma used to make you do that, bro. Oh, psychological. Go pick your own switch. Oh man, that's psychological torture. I'm not right. even joking, man. Like yeah. my, grandma, my grandma. And that's when I started hating like trees. Old school. <laughs> That's the exact and, day. And that, children, is when I decided to get into arson. Yep. <laughs> I had so put in my mouth, like, you name the old school punishment. I've had yeah. to kneel on a broom, like, on the broom handle. Dude, it was crazy. I don't even know what thing. that one is. Yeah, bro. Try kneeling <laughs> like, on a broom handle for, like, 10 minutes. Bro, it um, hurts I'm good. so bad. And if you move, you start all over again. It's like a medieval torture. So I'm saying, like, bro, like, awful. these old school folks, man, they yeah. didn't play, bro. Dude, I wonder if that's why like a lot of people became loggers was because of switches. <laughs> like they just fucking hated trees so much after <laughs> having to get beat. Yeah, it's like I'm just gonna clear cut this. I'm gonna kill as many trees as I can. <laughs> you fuckers. Take it out. <laughs> like the Hitler of trees. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the broomstick. I'm gonna wipe them all out. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, like, like we said, you know, I mean, by all measures, I mean, Applewhite had a pretty normal childhood. You know, he had three siblings. His father was a Presbyterian minister. You know what I mean? Which probably some of that strictness was in oh, kind yeah. of imbued in that. You know, For I mean, sure. you know, but like due to that, like any other situation, you know, Applewhite grew up devoutly, devoutly religious, and you know that would essentially just kind of stick with them all the way, like straight to the end. You know what I mean? Well, I like, mean, when yeah, when you're raised by a minister, man, like that stuff tends to, you know. It's, it's ingrained in, in you, man. It's in your DNA, dude, at that well, point. Well, I don't know, man. Point. I mean, I've, I've dated a, a preacher's daughter before. She wasn't very religious. No. <laughs> was she <laughs> a rival? Yeah, just a little bit. Well, was she a believer? But was she, but was she a believer? In no, God? like her, her, no, her dad straight up preached the God right out of her. <laughs> holy, holy shit. <laughs> He she wanted nothing wow. to do with it. I had enough of this shit, man. Wow, <laughs> that is impressive. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that is pretty. You're a hell of a preacher, bro. You preach to God as somebody. Uh, that's yeah. When you preach to somebody so much, you take the fear of God out of them. <laughs> you know, it was like, wow, that is yeah, powerful. That's you wanted nothing to do with it anymore. He's an amazing speaker. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> have a tv show bro <laughs> right i mean like so like applewhite's family though because like of the like just the nature of being like a presbyterian minister as opposed is that they were moving around a lot you know they went through all the south of texas every couple of years you know they would start a congregation build a church and then move on to the next and you know kind of hand over the reins to somebody That's else what i was about to say yeah. they kind of build the congregation just yep. kind of then move on from and then move on to another one and it kind of like mission like mission work, but in America, yep. like they didn't go abroad for it. You know what I mean? They just, they did it here. And, you know, like, even, I mean, Applewhite was pretty simple dude, man. I mean, he went to Corpus Christi high, which is, you know, a, a pretty big city in Texas, you know, so like yeah. a normal kid went to high school, went immediately to college, Austin college, actually. So in Sher in Sherman, Texas. Yeah, he went to several. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a smart dude. Yeah, yeah, he he graduated. Like he's not a dumb guy. Him. Like that's the thing that blows my mind is how intelligent this guy really is. You know what I mean? In in reality, to to achieve what he has achieved before, you know, the crazy train. Yeah, he, he, he was doing good, man. Yeah. He was doing all right. And so, like, even at the when he was at Austin College, like there was a he had a roommate, John Alexander was the dude's name. But even he, like, recalled, he's like, dude, Applewhite was, like, a magnetic personality. People were drawn to him just from him talking. Which is you know trait I mean? number one you need to be yeah, a cult like leader. Yeah, he's, like, yeah, naturally for sure. charismatic. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he's like, he's, like, naturally charismatic. But, the like, the, the thing is, is that, like, he wasn't the type of charismatic that would try to use it to, like, deceive people and yeah, take advantage. Like, he was trying something. to, yeah, like, he would try to do it for positive means. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, positive even events. this... Even just helping for um, the sake of helping. He wanted to help people. Yeah, that's what he did. You know, that's this, what his family this did. This trait would actually carry over through right up to the end of his life. Yeah. He he was he was never in it for the money. No. He was you know, he was never in it to try to get as many women or men <laughs> or boys or whatever. He was definitely not in it for the women. And, and no, we'll yeah, get into that on, sure. on, yeah. on the second episode. But like with for a lot of other readers. Yeah. But for like with a lot of other cult leaders. They're in it for to take your money and to take your, you know, to take the women. Oh yeah, yeah. The husbands can't sleep with the he, wives. They yeah, want to like, feel he, like they're in yeah, power. He carried this over where he honestly believed 
he was helping these people. They're like little mini dictators, man. Yeah. yeah. They just they run a, a group of people instead of a country. But it's yeah. ran the same fucking way. Yeah, it is. Tyrant. Absolute, absolute control, absolute power. Yeah. Nobody questions the damn thing he says. And they all That's love why him. I love learning about cults, man, because it just it completely just literally see, blows my mind. Dude. This like, one too, it never got really big. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it, it was never like this hundreds, thousands deep. It was always a, a, it was enough. relatively small. Yeah. These and, guys and would like consideration. Yeah, they get bigger, then they get smaller, like a bunch of people would leave, then they come back. And I think he'd always I think to, that's gonna hit like when we get into it on, on the other episode about like the actual kind of theory that Hebbis Gaze based around. Yeah, it's a little trippy for some. Even yeah. even the people that are like looking for something, you know, I mean trippy. a little outside the norm. Yeah. It's it's like a little hmm. oof, you know, man, that's yeah, the worst this... call I ever joined. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these guys. It wasn't for everybody. No, this was not a. Yeah. I can change my sermon to meet you. your needs. Needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just like if you were devout, you better be devout because yeah. uh, you're crazy. Better you better match my crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even to the other ones, you know, it it went off the rails. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all do on a crazy train. Oh, yeah. You ever hear of a cult that didn't end well? That did end well. Isn't there one in like Brazil with a I'm guy? Thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this right now. <laughs> I mean, probably other than organized probably. religion, which is in it, all in itself a cult. I mean, they never end well. Yeah, but there's not really like a like when I think about it, like like Christianity or, or like Muslim or anything like that. Like, there's no like central leader like there is in a cult. I mean, there is kind of for the Catholics with the Pope. Okay, yeah, I get what you. Well, yeah, you know for what I mean? Catholics, all yeah, it is sure the Pope. it's the Pope, but like not really, not for Christianity and not for I can't. I mean, maybe there is one for the Muslims, but I don't know it. The Buddha, yeah. like the Buddhists and stuff like I guess Dalai Lama, I guess maybe for those. I folks, think I think you know he would mean? be the highest. Right, but there's not like a it's like somebody like giving out orders. No, you know no, I mean? no, no, like yeah. and and like no. controlling folks. Well, like the that, Pope, you know? I mean, I don't know, man. Oh, you, you have more <laughs> yeah, like them people got some power, brother. Yeah, they do. I mean, they got a lot of pull for sure. But yeah, it's you'd not have, like, like cult, some like, of those religions. You know I mean? Yeah, but I get what you say. It's like not like a highly respected person, right? Like Karash or like Manson, wisdom. Yep. Like this dude, Applewhite. You know what I mean? Um, Jim Jones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was no question. Like that was the dude in charge of everything. Yeah, he was. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, there's no question about it. So, I mean, it's. I think like some of the people follow it like a cult. You know what I mean? Like the organized religion stuff. Like I think they follow it very similarly. Really, like cultish. But I, I kind of get the separation of the two at the same time. You know what I mean? Because it's. Yeah. I mean, when you when you read into the parallels of what a cult does to to a person, man, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. You know, it's 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 straight to the heart of insanity. Well, you know what they say, bro. You know, a hundred got a cult. 10 million, you got a religion. Yeah. Okay. But I get where you're saying. All I got is you three. You know, <laughs> I'm way especially, off. you know, especially when it comes to a cult leader, man, you know, like, like we were just touching on earlier, how like they take wives mm-hmm. or they, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm so, saying. Yeah, it's it's so not I like, guess... the, it's not like the Pope's coming up to you like, I'm going to bang your wife right now, yeah. buddy. So, <laughs> yeah. And then he just like <laughs> takes her into wherever. <laughs> What, the what's 16, it called? Prima Noctra, like in the it's like a Sistine Chapel and bangs out your wife. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that's what he's doing. <laughs> but at the yeah. same time, also going, guess what? I I'm the only one who can sleep with the women. Yeah, you're filthy, and dirty. You're not allowed hey, to sleep with the women. Anymore. That's a completely different cult. 
Yo, I ain't gonna lie. If I started a cult, (laughs) hey, (laughs) guess what? Anyways, (laughs) yeah, let's get to this cult. (laughs) Yeah, let's stick on this one for the moment. But anyways, Appway, you know, in his continuance of like pretty much a normal progression through life, right? Right. He went to college. Sure. I mean, he went to high school and now he's in the college. He graduated from Austin with a degree in philosophy in 1952. Right. So uh, after completion, meaningless piece of paper. Pretty much. But back then, well, when maybe he, back you know, then, yeah. It might have what he was way. going for, it actually makes sense to get it. That's fair. Because uh, after yeah, he completed, after he got it. Yeah. Well, he, he had actually, he had hopes of becoming a minister. Mm, I get it. That's where like all of his college career pretty much goes towards being a minister, especially around this time. Right. Well, it's in his like we talked about earlier. It's, it's in his, his lineage. Blood. Yeah, it's in his blood. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. Sure. Well, he enrolled at a Union Presbyterian Seminary to study theology. Right. So right there is he got philosophy, so you could you know think deeply about it, and then theology to be able to talk properly. Yeah, it's it's like becoming like a isn't it just kind of like becoming like a religious expert in like religious history? Yeah, yeah. Is that what that yeah. is? Okay. Well, you know, it was actually right around the time he was in Presbyterian seminaries when he met his his wife at the you know pretty much the only one he ever had which was uh, Ann Pierce, mm. and they would actually have two children, uh, a boy named Mark and a girl named Lane, and um. <clears throat> Excuse me. Unfortunately for them, though, the father would eventually end up abandoning them. Mm. That, I find that surprising. Well, Being the kind of man that he was. I mean, right now, the way we're describing, the way he's yeah. described to this point. Yeah. Well, see, it wasn't until it was a little further in their life, but they were still pretty much children. Yeah. Right. Is when is when he ended up leaving, and he never saw him again either. To the day he died. Once he left, that was it. Well, yes, I, I got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to leave, do it that right. Band-aid, you know? man. Just... Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you got to understand, though, this is the 50s, man, where you're like, the man took care of the family. So, it, you know, that's why I find that a little surprising. It's also a time where you can just, like, get in your car and, like, disappear off the face of the fucking yeah. earth and become, like, a, guess... a completely different guy. Oh, dude, you could move two states away and give somebody a fake name and, and nobody the rest of your know. life. Yeah. Yeah. Live yeah. the rest of your life out. Yeah, you're going to get cigarettes, son. I'll be right back. It's like, hey, all right, man. Like, what? Like, how do you fill out like a like an application? Like, what's your social? Like, one, two, uh, three. <laughs> I four, better five, mix six, it seven, up. Eight, nine. <laughs> six, seven, four, five. You, you say it like really fast, so like you know, eight, it nine, sounds legit. Like you've memorized it, you know. <laughs> fucking, how do you do that? And figure out they did it. I mean, they check on it. Shit. They did it. Ten years went by. The government didn't give a shit. No, 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 no one, no one gave a good goddamn. But honestly, like in the year 1954, like many men at the time, he actually got drafted into the army. Oof. That must have been tough for a guy like him. What was that? Is that Korean War? Korea it was in the 50s, yeah. He never actually saw combat, though. Because while he was in the army, he was stationed in New Mexico and Austria as a member of the Army Signal Corps. Okay, like radio, so, like our uh, yeah, rate no, radar and radio and that kind of shit. Right? Yeah, like he never actually saw combat, dude. They took one look at this guy. If you've ever seen a picture of Marshall Applewhite, 
The, this dude's not combat ready. You know what I mean? Like he's no, not, he, he, yeah, he's not GI. He's Joe. not ready to walk to the corner store to get a drink. Let alone <laughs> this dude is frail. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he is. Like, he's like radar. Well, this is from actually Mash. Um, <laughs> you know that's why like, when he got is. drafted, his ass got put in the signal corps. Yeah, like, nah, bro, you ain't nah. Yeah, he's like a real life radar. <laughs> yeah, <from> Mash. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what he is. Well, this is actually according to um, they don't know if it's true or not. But there's some people who actually looked into this who think that this might have been the first time Appleway had um, explored his sexuality. Let's say. Oh, uh, was in the army. Yeah. Mm. When he was. When he was. Yeah. Over yeah that's a different. Austria. That's a different time for that stuff too, man. Yeah. That like, was not that accepted was, at all. That was as bad no. as like. That was a big no no. Yeah, bro. I mean that yep. that's like. You know, as bad as Especially like in the army, like interracial couples back then. You know what I mean? Like it was just yeah, like it was probably worse. Holy hell! Like I think some states had laws against it. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's how insane it was. So this is kind of like right around that time, man, is when they think he might have had at least one encounter with a, with another man. Mm. Yeah, he's trying. On. He's you know trying it out. Yeah, I mean, that is not the time period to try it out. The old college try. <laughs> but later, How do I know if I don't like it or not if I don't try it? <laughs> don't knock it till you tried it, buddy. Speaking from experience, are we think? <laughs> Tons. <laughs> Dude, when I fart, it doesn't even make noise anymore. <laughs> you see the curtains move. <laughs> like a breeze just come through. <laughs> all right thank you well thank you yeah, it's the least you could do well <clears throat> anyways 1956 appway would he would leave the the military and continue his education by enrolling at the university of colorado all right. so, so he's going to college he, again like he's second college yeah he yeah, kind of gave up is, on no this is his third one Oh, is this is his third. College? Well, I don't know. Is a seminary considered like a college? It, I, yeah, but I think like it is like a college, college for priests. It's like his third school, though, like yeah. after high school. Yeah, and he kind of gave up on being a a minister. Okay, for obvious reasons, I would imagine. But he would actually end up earning a music degree. His primary focus would be on uh, musical theater. Yeah. So That's once important. he actually. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Once he earned his degree, though, he act- he left Colorado and he went to New York. It where he tr- he actually attempted that a singing career, which was un- unsuccessful. Yeah, I would think. I mean, Go, I was, yeah, man, that, just look at him. I would not think that would be a man that could sing. But where he's got the no, but later it. on he was very good at making sopranos. <laughs> Made about seven of them. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that holds up. <laughs> but in a continuing trend in his life, though, he left New York with his dreams just smashed again. Yeah, somebody was like, eh. <laughs> like nah, yeah. you suck, dude. No, nah, you suck, bro. Yeah. And he he actually went and got a position with uh, the University of Alabama. That's another big. Sc- that's another big school. Oh, like a teaching position or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a professorship, I guess, or something like that. 
Because he, he came because he had a master's degree too when he left Colorado. You know what I mean? So he was he was a yeah. pretty highly educated guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, he had a master's degree in music. But see, so. he had a, a degree in philosophy, philosophy, theology, yeah. and music. And music, yeah. So there wasn't really any college that wasn't going to accept yeah, him. It's pretty well rounded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he could have been in three different classes. He could have taught any one of the three. Right. So, you know, he was pretty desirable for for hiring purposes. But unfortunately for Applewhite, he actually lost his position at UA because he was pursuing a relationship with a male student. Classic. Yep. Teacher going for the student, man. So when he had to have an A. (laughs) But because of this, you know, now it gets out. Him and his wife start having problems. And they get separated in 1965, and their divorce wouldn't be finalized for three more years in 68. Well, yeah, I would think that would cause a problem in your marriage. I would think any affair with anyone would probably yeah. cause some problems. And then not only that, but you did it at your college. So at your not only did you, yeah, and then you got fired. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then you got to explain why you got. I think fired. it was it was more of a, uh, and it was a, an affair. Either you either you resign or we fire you. Let everybody know what's happening. Yeah, probably something like that. It's a non-disclosure firing kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So now his wife is sitting there thinking, he got fired, he had an affair, and he had an affair with the opposite sex. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's a tough pill for... After this... That's three tons of bricks dropped on her. And would never... She'd never see him again, hear from him again, never talk to him again. Hmm. Ever so, like once this was gone, that was it. Then I, then I mean, and I'm assuming you know that's the last time he's seen his kids. That's it. Yeah, yeah, this pretty much all around the time he just up and left. Yeah, I mean, from from this is when like with with Apple White, this is kind of starts searching. He's yeah, he starts he breaks off on his own at that point, and he's just like, you know what, like I'm just gonna yeah. go try to find my place, you know, wherever yeah. that may be. Yeah, he's searching for a purpose in the world. He doesn't have, he didn't have essentially time for that shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. you mean for the family life. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. In his mind, that's, he was just like, okay, I'm, this is, this wasn't my calling. I need to go find it. Yeah. And, and oh. you know, and, and it was actually during this time, Applewhite would move back to Texas <clears throat> and he landed in Houston. What a terrible spot to be, <laughs> especially if you're gay. Houston, Houston, Texas. Yeah, I mean, this Texas back in the fifties. I feel like we're bashing Texas a lot, and I'm okay with it. But (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think I'm going to run into anybody who listens to this and also lives in Texas. I'm. Mm. I'm comfortable with making fun of them all day. They don't believe in podcasts in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a terrible spot to be, though. If you're closeted gay, you best not be staring at some dude. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're, I mean, you would think you would stay in New York. Yeah. Could have hung out in the village. Yeah. I mean, it would have worked out there, I think. I don't know if that kind of. He ran with Andy Warhol and that kind of shit, you know? But I mean, you know, when he, when he did go to Houston, he got another position at the University of St. Thomas and he served as. Hard to turn those credentials down, man. He's in the music department. So he got, he went right back and got another music gig. I mean, it's it's hard to when you have that much 
educational power behind you, essentially. You know, it's, especially it's because back then, you know, UA wouldn't have called up St. Thomas and be like, "Hey, this dude this got guy. called for this." Yeah, they, right. yeah, they, yeah. They didn't have the networking like they have now. Yeah, but you don't think like, he would have put them down as like a reference, and they're not like checking references. Like they had telephones. Well, why would you when you have somebody who has several degrees? Yeah, I guess you're not really thinking about that. He yeah, just probably, probably got fired and disgraced. Yeah, I mean, that he was disgraced. He from the could other have just been like, whatever. "Oh yeah, I worked at Alabama, and you yeah. know, I felt my time there was done, so I I went ahead and quit." And I wanted to move back home. I'm from yeah. Texas, you know what I mean? So I wanted to move said, back. It'd to be Texas. real hard to turn down. Yeah, someone's credentials like that. Yeah. Well, while he was at the university, he, well, he was still exploring his sexuality. He decided to be openly gay, but in a conf- <laughs> this dude, man, but, yeah. in a conf- but in a confused fashion, attempted a relationship with a young woman. Why? Yeah, this is like okay. thoroughly conflicted. Yeah, that, I think that's a confused man. You know what I mean? Like that's and even really this kind of pushes man. through through the rest of his life. Yeah, he cannot come to terms with it that he's gay. Right. He wants to be straight, but he's you know. Well, I mean, I, I think, and you know, and I don't know much about being Presbyterian for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely not an, an expert anything. on that. I don't yeah. even know what the difference is, but I mean, I don't imagine that being especially a homosexual man, especially back in the 50s and 60s and into the 70s, was really like it was tough. You don't. It wasn't do it. allowed. Yeah, and if yeah, you do yeah. do it, you don't fucking admit it. Yeah, it wasn't understood. Yeah, there was, yeah. there was no one. There was zero understanding. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So I, I, I kind of get that inner turmoil with him. He's like, well, this is who I want to be, and nobody knows me here. Yeah. But that you know that ingrained programming that's been in his mind. He's like, I, I mean, I should be with a woman, though. You know, I mean, that kind of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and understandably, bro. Like, maybe he was just bisexual. Who knows? You know. I mean, you know, there was immense pressure from her from her family, and she ended a relationship, which would ultimately upset Applewhite a lot. Like, see, around this time, time too, for him, you his know. dad dies. Yeah, right around time, this girl, this girl's family says, "You ain't dating him anymore." Yeah, and he ha- he wasn't on the greatest of terms with his father later in life either, because they didn't they didn't approve of his choices. Right. Well, yeah, plus like, you're gonna I'm get. I'm pretty that. sure he told them he they he told them that, uh, that he was gay and that was no. Yeah, I mean you know, and you're gonna get that blowback from her family. You know what I mean? Especially if she was truthful with him, because I'm sure he was truthful with her. He seems the type of guy. You know? What I mean? Yeah, he doesn't do a whole lot of lying. No, at least not yet. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, initially it seemed like she was cool with it until her family wasn't. Like through all this though, like I don't know if Applewhite could really be considered a liar of any way. No. I think he wait. No, I, yeah, I think he's one of the guys. Every- I think he's one of the yeah. actual only cult leader guys that really fucking believed what he was saying. Like to him, it was real. You know what I mean? Like the whole fucking thing was real. You know what I mean? So he when he's telling somebody, I mean it's it's clearly, and you'll see, like I said in the next episode, why it's probably not real. But, yeah, but still, to him, it's a hundred percent real. But to him, yeah, he told yeah, yeah, he was yeah, he was yeah. convinced. So he wasn't through. like lying to people to get them the phone. He's like, "This is what I believe," and other people were like, "Sounds great." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, mean, I love yeah. it. 
Sounds good to me. Yeah. Absolutely. A to Z. You know what I mean? Like they just they just hook, line, and sinker the whole fucking thing. And I don't think that's really Apple White's fault. You know what I mean? He all he did was tell people what he believed. And here we yeah. are. Yeah. He, he got he point. Did. Yeah. It's, Cause and, and exactly like, he said, like, you man, said. like he wasn't like the rest of them. He he wasn't in it for personal gain. Mm-mm. No, like he he legitimately thought what he was teaching was legit. Yeah. Right. I mean, like even after like you know this chick broke up with him, he would he ended up resigning from the University of St. Thomas. You know, stating of course you know uh, emotional turmoil. Yeah, he took it hard, but. He got hit a lot of blows in a very short amount of time. Yeah, he took that one hard. But see, like, here we go back again to the previous, you know, his previous job in Alabama. You know, there's some believe that, you know, he really left due to, like, another failed relationship with another student. Yeah. You know, whether that's true or not, I mean, it's speculation. You know what I mean? Nobody knows. The only one who knew was him. And, you know what I mean? But if you think about it, like if you're in a college, I mean, it's you got a lot of like young folks trying to figure out who they are. And it seems like the logical place to kind of. And he's like, you know. Authority figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's I mean, a dude, philosopher. You, remember, you know what I mean? This, time, he, this dude's only like 30 something. Yeah, he's not that old. No, he's still fairly young. Right. Yeah, he's like late 30s, early 40s. So, I mean, at most, dude, he's 12 years older. Yeah, he's not super old yeah, compared to them. As some of these students. Yeah, he's yeah. not like a 65-year-old creep. Yeah. Doing that kind of shit. Yeah, you vibing I mean? on young girls. Yeah. No. That's not what he's doing at all. Well, I mean, then, you know, let's fast forward a little bit to 72. This is where it starts getting, you know, really interesting. Is uh this is when he would meet the person that would alter the trajectory of his life and his life's pursuits. Mm. So I think this is where it kind of starts with the whole heaven's gate thing you know what i mean maybe right. this is the very beginning the very, yeah the true very like, this is where the, like birth. the rough draft yeah exactly this, this is the birth of the idea yep. yeah and <clears throat> that would be a nurse by the name of bonnie nettles nettles would parallel applewhite's interest of course God. you know in Damn biblical nettles. prophecies and theosophy Nettles. So does that not just sound like a fucking name of a little woman that would just tear you apart? Bonnie Nettles. Bonnie Nettles. You son of a bitch. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good good name <laughs> at all. <laughs> I've never met a Bonnie. That's I definitely trust. a woman to stay away from. <laughs> so you start getting into dangerous ground, man. You know, when you start with the whole biblical prophecies, you know, because there's yeah. a single one of them that ever ends well. You know, I mean, it's always end times and like they're always looking for the end of times yeah like well that's when shit's supposed to get it's supposed to get real bad supposed to get real yeah but then if you're one of these folks who are devout then it's it's not bad for you it's bad for the non-believers you know what i mean so to them they just they can't wait for paradise yeah because they know for sure that that's where they're going yeah in their minds you know that's what yeah, but I just think you know when you start getting into prophecy thing, man, it's that's kind of starts getting into dangerous ground. Because he, I mean, even these the are, dangerous thinking, right? Like nihilistic thinking. You yeah. Know what I mean? See, I don't want to get too deep into this because like next episode we're going to talk about their exact beliefs. Right. But they weren't even believing it. End times. It wasn't like we're the only ones who are going to survive, kind of stuff. No, right. no. But you know, no, but like, like with no, a lot of other ones, talking. it's like I will be the one who saves you all. These guys are like, nah, man, I think we're just going to kick it early. Yeah. Yeah. 
and let the rest of humanity do what they got to do. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. I was just mentioning, you know, how it can be dangerous sometimes, you know, because that biblical prophecies can be dark waters, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. They absolutely I mean, yeah, I mean, be. but they both had similar interests, which, you know, I get because, you know, especially he was, you know, he was, you know, learning how to be a minister. Yeah. But it was like they had a lot of similar interests, you know, which is basically how any friendship forms. You know what I mean? That's all, you know, everybody likes somebody that thinks like they do. Applewhite would often describe their relationship as if he had known Nettles in another lifetime, and the two acted as if they were been friends for a very long time. <clears throat> Once together, the two would discuss mysticism and had come to the realization that they were tasked as divine messengers, and this would be their calling in life. Oh, yeah. Now, so <laughs> there's a lot of people who believe like Nettles is 100% the reason Heaven's Gate was formed. Agreed. If it wasn't for her, he probably would have just moved on to another, you know, to another city, another college. Well, that's the thing about kind of fate, man. You know, yeah, is that like a certain number of things need to happen to to yeah, she's, kick off some shit like this? You know what I mean? Definitely the driving force behind it being created. But then I look at it this way too, like with Applewhite. You know, he had a lot of like dominoes falling before he met her. Yeah. yeah, so he was he was in a bad place. Yeah, he was already kind of spiraling in, in a way. Yeah, there was a lot you know? of things I found about her where it was like she, like, essentially Applewhite was recruited by Nettles. It's essentially into it, like yeah. it wasn't like she. He was the first convert and just didn't realize it. Yeah. So it was and she and kind of in a way she made him believe. That it was their idea, not yeah. her idea. Yeah. yeah, like that's where a lot of what I read about was that it was definitely Nettles who. I mean, with these two, like, like we'll essentially get, in charge. As we'll get to learn, I mean, they're like filming Louise or something, man. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that, that's who they are. You know what I mean? They're, I don't know, man. Meant yeah. to have met. Well, I mean, you know as I mean? with anything, too. Like you know, you always have those friendships where like the one. The one friend has the ideas, and the other one follows the idea. Mm -hmm. yeah, so. Juicing them up, like yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah, I think too, with like this. with like Applewhite's background though, too. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure he had a good bit to do with it. You know what I mean? Knowing all about, especially like the biblical side of it. Yeah, you know no, I mean? he He's definitely know a, that shit a, a bit to do out. with it, but especially with the religious her pushing him yeah. like that. There's a very good chance Heaven's Gate would never have been created. He would right. have just moved on. That's yeah. probably or you know, with somebody like him, he would he would have become a convert of a different cult. Right. Kind of thing where he he wouldn't have ended up being the leader of one without her. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> excuse me. It was, but, you know, I mean, honestly, dude, it was also around this time that they would diverge from strictly like a religious view of the world because that was more Applewhite's thing. Well, I mean, well, she, makes, was, yeah, she was, in, sense, was more like astrology and mysticism. She wasn't. She like, was definitely she, like a like into the Bible, though. Yeah, but like big time. If you read about her a lot, she was definitely on like the alien kind of side. She was definitely more about them than she was the Bible. Mm. 
Okay. But, you know, this was mostly attributed to, like, you know, Nettles telling Appleway that the two, you know, their meeting was not an accident. It was fate. Actually, what she she actually told him was that they, uh, <clears throat> it was foretold by extraterrestrials that those, them two coming together would happen. So there's the alien thing you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Because I was wondering what the he fuck was you're definitely about. more on the ultra powerful aliens told me you were coming. Of and course they did. Told me what we needed to do. She's a I random mean, woman in Texas. You ever notice that aliens <laughs> huh, and prophets? You know they're the only ones that hear something being told to them. Yeah. Yeah, like you, yeah, they like, they wake up from a fever dream and then all of a sudden I have to build an ark kind of yeah. shit. I mean, it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's always nobody else hears it but that one person, man. Well, that's like, like, well, that's what do you mean then, you don't believe me. Well, I mean, that feeds into the d- their delusion, you know, that yeah. that's it had to have been them. Who else could have been? They were chosen mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, when you and start bringing in the alien yeah. stuff, man, you're like, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, her, you know, telling Appwhite this message kind of reaffirmed it to him that he was on the right path. Yeah. And this oh, was sure. what they had to do. And they had to go disseminate their, quote unquote, divine message to the world. Uh, Plus, you got to remember, you know, you, this is what, early 70s? Mm-hmm. The UFO thing, man, was huge back then. Yeah, I mean, it was in like I mean, your, really your mainstream media like, stuff. There's a ton yeah, of like magazines sure. out about it, that kind of shit. You know, yeah. there's, there's hey, definitely. I think it was a lot easier for people to believe. You know the the aliens are coming kind of storyline opposed to like now. What are you talking about? I believe they're coming. So am I. Yes, but I also believe that you 100 would have ended up in Heaven's Gate. If they came to you, so there's a lot of reasons, but <laughs> you, you would have been like, "Wait a minute, Remember, hold, wait, on, wait, hold, wait, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, No spoilers, hundred percent episode. I feel like you fucks are gonna spoil the next episode. Nope, okay, so shut up. But yes, <laughs> you I would have been, been in it. Yeah. I would have been Marshall Applewhite. That's who I'd have been if I'd have no, met Nettles no, first. No, 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 no. If you I'd have met Nettles been... first, I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, yep, love it. Love. What? Yep, I'm in. I, I love it inside and out, baby. <laughs> Could we, we put Bigfoot in the mix? Too, Let's roll. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bigfoot is an alien. Oh, that's right. Yes. But, you it's know, dimensional. <clears throat> luckily for Nettles, though, you know, Marshall had already begun to start looking for alternatives to tr- traditional Christian doctrine. Mm-hmm. So he was real easy to convince that this was what they had to do. Right. Well, like I said, too, and the dude was already in like an emotional turmoil kind of spot, too. You know what I mean? Like his yeah, family was, was gone. Already, yeah, he was pretty much. He's been fired from all his head. jobs. You know what I mean? He's, you know, I, I wife he, left him. Yeah, he's yeah, struggling I mean, he with felt, sexuality. I mean, felt the one religion that he had his entire life has failed him. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a lot of going against this dude. Right. He was in the perfect spot, I think, mentally. Oh, yeah. yeah for to sure, buy man. into it. And this would actually include like a, a strong belief in astrology too. Like he he really took to astrology. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't too long after that that the two met. <clears throat> sorry, that the two have met. My bad. And and became friends. And Nettle decided, no, didn't decide. She began to have marital problems of her own. I feel like she decided. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> and Nettle's husband was not overly happy with her spending so much time with Applewhite. I wouldn't think so, and especially with them, you know, wacky ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, running around with Tim Full hats on all day. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, yeah. No, this... But he, he not too long after they met, they started, they became friends. He filed for divorce. Well, yeah, I get it. Probably thought she was cheating on him. One hundred percent. I mean, I like well, just I like yeah, the... like like they were married like twenty three years, man. Yeah, they were married yeah, a while. Married for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they were married yeah, they were together forever. But then again, like if you're the husband and, and Bonnie walks in, she's like, "Did you know that aliens told me I was going to meet this fucking weird <laughs> son of a bitch out in the garage?" You'd be like, "Jesus Christ, Bonnie! <laughs> you know, I can't do this anymore." Um, yeah, I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. All right. But see, enough. just like with Applewhite, she lost custody of her two children, and then that was it for them as well. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, I mean, at least this story is a little bit better than her first one where, you know, the Loch Ness Monster told her that <laughs> she was going to meet Applewhite. <laughs> well, once the aliens the... is a little bit more believable. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But still, that's an insane thing to be like, hey, yeah, uh, have you met Marshall? Yeah. He's my faded encounter. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what the fuck do you mean faded? Again? <laughs> well, I, 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 hold on. Um, you know. I'm, I'm spitballing some stuff here. Sasquatch told me. <laughs> no. No. All right, I'm uh, workshopping. I'm workshopping it here. I'm workshopping it. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, oh, hey. Aliens. Oh. What? Hey. Hey. Okay. Aliens. That sounds plausible. Well, the damn Grays told you it's going to happen. Then I, b- I believe it 100. percent mm-hmm. But once the divorce was over, yeah, the two of them started living together. Mm. And while while they were together, their relationship was not a sexual one. That had to be that was stressed in all the research I did. And this was something this is what Applewhite wanted his entire life. He wanted like a cohabitable but platonic relationship. So it's just like two best friends living together with no sexual tension. Okay. Whatsoever. This like is a really like, fucking like weird his... Golden Girls. Like yeah. a really like <laughs> yeah strange version of yeah. Well, this is what yeah. This is like his ideal scenario for his right. life. For sure. Like this is what he's been looking for his entire life. Yeah, I mean, it, has he? it sounds like the guy just wanted a friend, man. Somebody to understand him. You know what I mean? And... Yeah. Well, he found someone that understands him. All right. Yeah, that's for sure. But it would also be right around this time dude, that he cut off any and all contact with his family in they his pursuit of well, they didn't believe in aliens in his defense. Define message, you know? No, yeah, they probably didn't believe in aliens. And they're like, dude, I'm not buying aliens. You're the son of a minister. Yeah, I ain't buying that as aliens. Yeah. <laughs> It's a hard story could, to sell. I mean, yeah, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, it is a hard story to sell. Everyone would have believed them. Oh, and not only is it aliens, but we are destined to get our message out to the world. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know. Mm. Yeah. Modern, modern day alien prophet. You're in a very like kind of like touchy area there, man, with most folks. You know what I mean? When you start bringing that kind of shit up, you're like, <laughs> okay. It sounds like a religion from the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like it's like a like a thing that people are gonna want to believe. Well, you know, I mean, Dad, no you always have your boy Georgie all going. Yeah, Marshall did talk to the aliens, and <laughs> yeah, astronaut theorists believe. <laughs> and Marshall actually did talk to the aliens. Yeah, he's going. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. Is it was never Marshall who was talking to him. No, it was Nettles. No, it was Nettles. It was Nettles. Yeah, so Nettles the whole time. She had secret knowledge, man, and that, and that, and I think you know, like a lot of y'all, you know, your secret societies, your 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 groups like this, you know what I mean, your cults, and, and even you know, maybe even some like governmental stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've even said you know, at one point Tesla was in touch with aliens. Yeah. That's why he knew. That's why he could do the things he could do. But that's what I'm saying. It, it goes back to like that secret knowledge. Like we know something that the rest of the world doesn't that know. The rest of the world don't come join come join us and we'll tell you the we'll come tell you the secrets yeah we'll tell you yeah only nobody only you and nobody else but you will we tell these secrets to freemasons are like that yeah you know they're like that for sure they are i mean is it scientology kind of the same way yeah but don't they like a few million dollars don't you like yeah well yeah you gotta have a couple ten yeah you gotta have a good 10 12 15 million dollars before you can join them every time i think about like Somebody going through Scientology. You remember that scene from Ghostbusters where he was like zapping the kids who got the cards wrong when they were trying to guess what's on the other side? <laughs> yes. And that's what they do, isn't it? Like, don't they like? No, like if you want to like, get if you don't like tell them the truth about like all your life, they're just like. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, if you want to get in like, Scientology, they have like a homemade lie detector. Yeah, and you have to tell them all your darkest secrets. Yeah. So they have shit. To, they have dirt on you if you ever try to leave. Yeah. yeah. And then if you want to move up a level, oh, it's like a million dollars. Yeah. And then if you want to keep going up, if you want like Tom Cruise level access, you need like a hundred million dollars. And you have to do your own stunts. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> and you no matter like what, five two. Nobody yeah. else can tell that you're only five yeah. two. Yeah. And that well, you, you have to look six shoes. foot at all times. Yeah. And you wear the same leather jacket <laughs> for twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, it, you it's never definitely. Get rid of that. We'll have to do an episode on Scientology, man. It's insane what uh dude, that's that'd be that's gonna be a couple episodes, man. There's a lot of crazy shit going on over there, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's kind of the modern day version of this. Yeah, a I mean bit. it's a cult that got that got government approval to be a religion. I mean, it's definitely, you know, from what I know of it, it's definitely like an alien-based cult. Yeah, Xenu religion. Xenu, I think, is the main guy there. Yeah. But you then again, the, the theons or whatever it's called, tachyons, tachyons, yeah. And then these are evil or not. Well, like that's the thing, though, is that you know, not too dissimilar that we'll find out from these guys too. Like science fiction is a big part of it because you know Scientology was started by L. Ron Hubbard, who oh, was a science yeah. fiction writer, sci-fi writer. You know what I mean? So he was like, you know what? I uh, is Zenu. Yeah. Well, and that's you know the kind I mean? of uh, dude. Alan Hubbard never wrote a second draft. He didn't have to. Like he he had like, if I'm not mistaken, he had the highest amount of science fiction ever. 
from one author. He just kept writing nonsense. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure Man, when he started writing, he wasn't planning on a whole religion being started. No, he it. was, dude. Because he's yeah. you think? He was because he used to um I this has nothing to do with Heaven's Gate whatsoever. No, but the, the thing is, is that like it is very similar though, because um he they're both, was, yeah, they're he both definitely with, alien themed. Well, like L. Ron Harvard also used to run uh, with Jack Parsons, who started JPL, Jet Propulsion Laboratories, and they were both big time into the occult and into mysticism. Like, I'm pretty sure L. Ron Harvard was part of Philema, which was um, Aleister Crowley's religion. Oh, really? Yeah. So these, like, these dudes are big time into mysticism, and that's kind of what Heaven's Gate. It's got some elements of, you know, I mean, there's definitely, yeah, definitely some elements of mysticism in, in here, beginning. astrology, yeah, extraterrestrial. Like the, the space theme for Heaven's Gate was real. Because if you ask me, you know, astrology is That's how they got a lot mysticism. of their original people. Just sci-fi nerds? Pretty much. Mm. They're all showing up in their checkoff outfits like red shirts. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like, the red shirts are always the first to die. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you go on the planet with a gold shirt, Apple White was a red one, one with on. a gold shirt or blue, yeah, yeah, gold. Yeah, or if blue. you don't have gold or blue, nothing ever, dead. nothing bad ever happened to Bones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Spock. Well, Spock died, didn't he? Or no? Oh, okay. well, yeah, Spock. eventually in the movies. Yeah, he died. But yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 cuckoos, man. It you know what I mean? Kind of stuff. But yeah, these two went off the deep end. That's why I love cult. That's the one thing I love about cults, man. Like it's amazing to me that they can find you know so many people, yeah, to just blindly follow. Like that's why cults have always like amazed me. Again, it's that old adage of like, what's that? They're a fool born every minute or something like that. Yeah, does that go? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's always somebody willing to buy your bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It just but, depends but, on how good are you. Yeah, I mean, but but is it really that, or is it, is it the drive to just be part of something bigger mm. than yourself? Oh, I'm sure right. he had. They had their own their amount of people too who were looking to be part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah, I mean, is that is is that just like any, you know what I mean? Drive inside like. The human being because we're social animals yeah I, I feel like they got a lot of like disgruntled like mufon employees like <laughs> to join this <laughs> you know what I mean? they just weren't getting to the bottom of it it's like yo <laughs> y'all are only looking for them <laughs> yeah oh no i had a subscription to mufon i forgot about that oh no <laughs> oh that's where i got this t-shirt is that where you got? I saw it. I didn't ask you where you got it from. I got it from Mufon. Did you get it from Mufon? <laughs> I hope they're not listening. They're gonna revoke my membership. Yeah, they're gonna revoke your membership <laughs> <laughs> with fake news. <laughs> I mean, so like when coming back to these guys, though, man. So I mean, it's like they're they're not violent people. You know what I mean? Like no, they never. Hawaii is is a hundred percent essentially a pacifist. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least this part in his life. Nettles just seems like your run of the mill lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's probably got like just a, a house full of yeah, got a house full of crystals and dream catchers and shit. And 
this is really well, there and goes i really think percent of our audience thanks tim yeah so, we'll get them back then the other <laughs> <laughs> but the other one like the other side of that too is you know like apple white was you know he loved science fiction and he you know he was big into astrology so all this stuff kind of lined up yeah you know and oh, again yeah, a perfect storm and again like i don't Absolutely. think I don't think that it was Nettles trying to deceive him. I think she just told him what she believed, and he believed it too. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't think there was any malicious intent behind Nettles being like, no, you know, because if her intent was to start a cult, their, she, she locked into it. Their guidelines, yeah, she found, their guidelines would have been a lot different than what they were. What right. they were. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think either one of them set out with the intention of starting a cult. They just had no when, when it started interest. happening, they also didn't turn it away either. Yeah. Once they found other people that believed what they believed. Yeah. Well, when you're getting divine messages from fucking aliens. But then again, you have to ask yourself, you know, I mean, he said they have to get the divine message out to the world. Yeah. So were they? Or were they not trying to start a cult? Uh, or maybe just, you know, like them dudes that are in, what, what's it, what's that in London? Beggar Square or Shouter Square or something where you just sit there and spout off at the mouth? So, you stand like on a soapbox? Yeah. Dude, there's a park That's over first. I've never there's heard of that. Park I'm over there. Is there YouTube videos of this? I'm I, mean, I, love it. Is. I love the idea if of There's it. a park over there. People just stand on soapboxes and speak like the craziest shit, man. Like legitimate soapboxes? Yeah, well, you know, they like stand on stand up yeah, on they're a elevate box. they elevate themselves on a box and they just sit there and just stop like the, the craziest shit that they believe in. It's like the town like, crier, isn't it? I didn't know about it until I watched Religious. And there's wow. a part in that movie where they're over there. And then Bill Maher walks up dressed, you know, he's got like a kind of like almost a uh, disguise on, and he starts like spouting off like the crazy tenants from Scientology, and yeah. like people just start like going into him, man. And like, but these shows, all other people just stand there on box soapboxes preaching wacky shit. Yeah, I like that idea. And they let it go, and then they're like, it's completely cool. I'm gonna do that the minute I get off of this podcast. <laughs> I gotta go find me a soapbox. I got a milk cart. Cart is that gonna work? <laughs> Yeah, work. Would like a step stool work? I mean, that's kind of all I got at the house right now. Find your closest public park. <laughs> do you do you just go to like your neighborhood food, you know, food market and be like, do you have a soapbox? <laughs> like, are, you mo- are you moving? Like, no. I, specific- <laughs> I, I just specifically need a, need a soapbox. Yeah. Dial, yeah. whatever you dove, whatever you yeah. got. It's fine. I, I need something sturdy enough for, that, for me to stand on for several hours at a time. Yes. Well, I act real animated and scream about things. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, do you have time to talk about aliens? <laughs> yeah. You're Lord and Savior. Click, click, clack. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Well, that's the thing that I would no, do. But like, you call I just go, like, I would go to my neighborhood Publix. I get a soapbox and I walk right outside of Publix and then start doing it. Yeah, all so I gotta say, dude, to the poor people just walking in trying to get their showed up to my house, talk about click clacks. <laughs> I might not shut the door right away. Go on. Like, <laughs> go. Wait. Hmm. 
Actually, I do have a minute to talk about Click Clack. Honey, come here. (laughs) You got to hear this. (laughs) All right, everybody. I would much rather listen to Click Clack than about when the Jehovah Witnesses come knocking on the door. Yeah. At least that one's got my attention. I feel like they want us a lot of slam doors. That's what they want us a lot of that. Hmm. Who is this Click Clack person you speak of? Yeah. Yeah. No, you've definitely piqued my interest, good sir. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear you out. I'm gonna hear you out for sure. Right, make him a sandwich. Give yeah. him a drink. Yeah. We're gonna be a while. Not Kool-Aid. Good luck God. They're on to the Kool-Aid thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us. That's Heaven's Gate Part One. Yep. Yeah. Next next week's gonna be pretty fun man. yeah not, yeah, this, yeah looking forward to next week's yeah next week is when we get it's when things get interesting yeah for sure because holy fuck buddy yeah we get <laughs> into their Ugh. to their ideals what they what yeah. they were up to the whole nine so yep. it's gonna be it's, it's yeah, gonna be nuts it goes off the rails pretty quick yeah it's gonna be nuts y'all so uh again thanks for joining us uh definitely follow us on facebook on instagram at gamma ray podcast uh, check us out on YouTube at Gamer Ray Podcast. And uh, as always, guys, just thanks for joining us. And, you know, we love you, each and every one of you. Yeah. Appreciate and, it. Yep. Thank and we're going to see you next week. Yeah. Everybody see have a later. Thank you so much.